Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Hot Tub Beer fans, are you looking to buy, sell, or lease a home with or without a hot tub? Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor, is who you need to call to help with all your real estate needs. Hugh knows hops and Hugh knows houses. That's txbeerrealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Welcome back to Hot Tub Beer. So we are we just finished an episode on Foss Brewing. And we are dipping into one of Jake's favorite beers. Yep. Some a top dog shit. Black Hefeweizen from Copperhead Brewing, Conroe, Texas. Ironically, Foss was in Conroe as well. Okay. Um, so this is not going to be a typical style in, by, by any means, correct? N- no. And so it's, it's kind of one of my favorite parts about beer, really, is... is innovation and creativity and continued ideas is this the first black half of ice and ever no probably not no is it the best one ever uh well i haven't had all of them but uh to start off with uh yeah it's pretty stinking good <laughs> but it's it's the it's the whole idea that there is no shame in continuing on an idea right and so we there's a lot of current culture where you get afraid to steal an idea okay. or do something that somebody else is doing. But really, we're continuing an idea. We're growing an idea. We're, we're taking what you've done, and we're hoping to add us into it. And we want to snowball this. And I think this is one of those styles that I would love to see more often. Um, so I had a, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Kaizen Black at Equal Parts the other day. Okay. Right? Which Kaizen is their rice lager. And so they did a black rice lager and it came out fantastic. And then you have the black IPA. Equal Parts who has not gotten to the hot tub. Go ahead. Yeah, Martina. Uh, but then you have the black IPA and then you have the black Doppelbach and you have all of these badass black beers. And I love it because Schwartz beer, right? German yes. translation black. Um, the Schwartz beer is a fantastic style. It's got great drinkability. It's just, it's a beautiful style that does not get very much love. And I think that's because a lot of people look at it going, oh, well, that's going to be a really dark, heavy stout. You drink it, it's not. Right. And so consumer-wise, you don't get a lot of sales out of it. You don't get a lot of growth out of it because of that. Now, when we start bringing all of these extra experimentations, these extra growths in, inside of you know, we'll call these a subcategory at this point, you know, subcategories of the Swartz beer or however you want to look at it, subcategories of the Hefeweizen, the, uh, the black beer, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, IPAs, it it really speaks to the growth of, of having that dry, roasty, but still light and easy kind of style. And to throw that in with wheat and, and a Hefeweizen yeast, let's keep it coming, man. It's almost a perfect transition from this winter season that we're going into this spring season of like, I'm not getting completely away from those roasty malts, but the body's lightening up a little bit. And I, I kind of like that idea here. So if I'm looking at a traditional Hefeweizen, um, I'm going to have notes of clove, notes of banana, notes of bubble gum, right? Um, kind of a hazy beer, uh, full mouthfeel. Um, but just this interesting, 
collaboration of flavors, primarily produced by the yeast instead of the hops, correct? Uh, yeah, so you're going to get a lot of that banana and clove out of the yeast. It's going to be your esters. Um, now, when you talk about the rest of the beer, the the vison part, the, okay. the wheat part is is going to be a different mouthfeel. I mean, you get a soft body, you get a really kind of unique mouthfeel onto it, and you can get a pretty high carb on it without being aggressive. So kind of every little point of that beer is is fantastic. It is. It's, it's, it's one of those styles that to where – it was so different from the norm. That's one of the ones that brought me into craft beer. Like I'm thinking, oh my gosh, beer can have all these other crazy flavors to it. And um, still be beer. And still be beer and still like really, really good. Um, if, if you thought I was knocking on smoothie beers, I was. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know. We're not going to go down smoothie beer. We're going to stay positive stay and talk positive, about Black right? Hefeweizens. <laughs> How about that? So this Black Hefeweizen, the Black and Weizen, from Copperhead Brewing in Conroe. Weizen. Weizen. Sorry. The W is always pronounced as a V. I didn't put on my German accent this morning. Black and Weizen. Yeah, oh it's, it's got a gnarly label, too. Oh, my God. Well, the nose is gnarly. Uh, like, that is, there is tons of roast and coffee in the nose but on the back end of it it's there's that banana ester that's filling in the gaps of that roast that's that's some interesting stuff yeah um and you you know it it's one of those things where none of these flavors are overdone they're all sitting in balance they are oh man okay so on the the, the traditional Hefeweizen flavors that's coming through for me is going to be the banana. Okay. So I'm not getting a lot of clove. I'm not getting a lot of bubble gum. But, man, the banana to me is shining through from the yeast. Did they use a traditional German Hefeweizen yeast on this? Um, you know, I don't actually know. Uh, we will have Seth in the hot tub. And if we do this beer for a third time, I'm not going to be upset about it. But – uh, knowing Seth, yeah, they, they use a traditional Hefeweizen yeast. Um, I couldn't, I wish, I wish I knew him well enough to know which one he, he leaned towards, but, uh, Vice Defenders Hefeweizen yeast is a, is a very popular, heavily used Hefeweizen yeast. Okay. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be afraid to say that that's at least one of his options. Well, I mean, it, it, it does taste like it. It does taste like there's some of those traditional German flavors, but the roasty malt bill as opposed to, uh, you know, the lighter malt bill that you would see in traditional Hefeweizen kind of overpowers some of those other flavors, but the banana seems to shine through. There's almost like this roasted chocolate banana flavor to it, to me, um, that's super inviting. And the, the mouthfeel, the body on this thing, is super light and crisp. Like it is a this is a springtime beer. I'm gonna say it out loud. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna do you one better. Mm-hmm. I think this is a Houston pool beer. Houston pool beer. Okay, I do. Go ahead. Um, explain why. Explain. Do you remember Santo from St. Arnold? Yeah, that was a black Kolsch, okay. right? And so that's when we talk about that whole category of like taking a, a fairly traditional style and adding that black roasted chocolatey malty kind of flavor to it okay but it's still so light and so crisp and so easy but you still get all that nice roast out of it and that's how i feel about this is like i would seth i hate that you didn't put this in a can i want this in the pool i only drink cans in the pool why 
Uh, I'm clumsy. I'd break something. Uh, you don't want to drain your whole pool because I broke glass in it. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but overall, it's like I would sit in the sun with my feet in the water uh, drinking this. It's light. It's refreshing. But it still has all that that big characteristics of being dry and roasty and malty and like it's without overdoing it without leaving all that residual in your mouth it's still refreshing and uh here in houston being in the beer sales uh especially in the suburbs stout season is 365 days a year even in the leap year they they usually take one day off okay uh but i mean it's literally people are out on the patio drinking stouts in the middle of july and to me i can't do that but this is the perfect like right in the middle i would i would agree with you on that one this is this is not something that's going to be this is not a black beer that's relegated to cold winter months correct this is something that you can feel comfortable drinking outside really at any time of the year but i i I do like the fact that it really does fit into this springtime vibe that we've got going on in houston right now where it's going to be you know maybe in the 40s and 50s in the morning in the 70s 80s in the afternoon um which is which is a houston spring yeah. Wow, this really fits well. I'm going to go ahead and get close to my rating on this thing. Um, I'm going to go ahead and rate this. Now, I say this. I'm going to stop myself. We've already rated this before, I believe, on one of the live sessions. Correct. So, if don't my rating doesn't match, don't judge me. True. True. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what does say. I just wanted to let that hang in the air there, just for a moment, so those of you that are listening understand. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate this three point six six seven. Oh, I was hoping for the six six six. Three point six six they got, seven. They got this like botmit like yeah they do picture on the front. It's like this this evil. Evil dark goat lord on the front He's of the not uh, evil. It looks satanic. evil, huh? Not evil, it's, just satanic. Not evil, just <laughs> satanic. We call that alternative, Tim. Ah. Uh. <laughs> okay, okay, Jake. I'm not going full demonic on it, so I'm going to go three six six seven, which I think it's a great beer. I, I think say some, some hell marys after this. Amen. <laughs> okay, six um, six seven. I'll let you finish that. It's a. I, I think it's. I think it's a really good beer. I think this is something that really does fit into the hot tub profile. I think it fits in this transition where we're going from. I mean, where it may be. 60 to 70 degrees outside we're still going to jack the hot tub up to 90.95 and and sit outside and enjoy it i think this beer fits i think this is something that i could sit and i could drink all evening long or all afternoon long it's 4.9 percent alcohol so i'm going to go ahead and call this a session beer i think you're not going to get overpowered by those banana and clove notes i think if you're drinking a traditional hefeweizen those notes off of a Hefeweizen are fun. That's why you drink them. Uh, but they can fatigue the palate. Uh, if you're sitting there trying to hammer a six-pack, I don't think that's a six-pack type of beer. But this beer, I think, is. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, And they come in four-packs, which is disheartening. Oh, who made that marketing decision? Seth. They obviously did not talk to hot tub beers. Well, they will. Yeah, listen, listen. I for all of you listening out there, before you make marketing decisions with your beers, talk to us. Um, if, if you feel <laughs> talk as though to us. we may have ideas, we, we may not. Yeah, we have, we may have ideas for you. If you feel as though you need to uh, put our rating on your beer in order to market it better, 
by all means, we'll allow you for a nominal fee. Just let us know. If you have listened to an episode and your beer has received a 4.0, you can put it on your label. How cool would that be? But just come talk to us first. Let's work out an agreement. <laughs> that would be cooler than hell. Yeah. Because sometimes the hot tub gets cold. We just need We just need a little cash to warm it up. Yeah. It does get cold. Yeah. Uh, actually, now that we're talking about Copperhead and how phenomenal they are, uh, Thistle Draft Shop has trivia with them uh, on April 5th, and uh, it's 80s trivia. 80s Throw trivia? It back. So that's, uh, you were what, like 14, 15 years old then? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we, we're sitting there doing trivia for Tup's Night, and what was it? Uh, there was something that came out in 1981. And no, it was I, 1975, and no, it was talking about torture equipment. No, I, no there was, oh, okay, that was the, no, that was 1875. That was the Iron Maiden reference. Oh, I thought it said 1975. I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. There was another thing, like it was a video game or something that came out in 1981, and Taylor Beasley uh, looks at me and goes, and I knew the answer, and she goes, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's about when you were playing video games. I was like, 81, Taylor, I was two. I'm not that old. I was born in 79. I don't know if I give off this like extremely old dad vibe to Taylor Beasley or what. We're just surprised you don't have a walker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm aging every time I'm on the show. I love that. I love that. Yeah. She goes, what? I was like, yeah, I was only two. I don't know how old she thinks I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, she's... Early 20s, mid 20s. Yeah, she's pretty young. I I, I said she was 23 and she corrected me and I ignored her. (laughs) (laughs) She's she's pretty young. Um, She's not as old as I am. Yeah. Well, not many people are. Wow. (laughs) Wow. So we're going to have a fight after this. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, now back to your rating. (laughs) My rating. I'm done talking. Uh, it's going to be a 3.8666 for Tim. Nice, Somebody's got a hail satin or uh-huh. suede or linen. I don't know. Um, man, it's fantastic. Um, I don't know what I would do to make this better. I'm not sure if it could get better, but I think there is the opportunity. Uh, and I feel so Jonathan Shannon, like not rating this one, a perfect 4.0. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, my biggest complaint about this beer is that more people don't know about it. My biggest complaint is we don't have this in more people's hands uh, to keep pushing that really unique, interesting growth of a style. Um, it's without a doubt, it's a great Houston beer because it's got so many unique characteristics. It's yeah. got all that dry malt and uh, with a lot of German heritage, especially in Tomball and Conroe and Fredericksburg and, you know, Klein, every, everywhere, you know, on this side of Texas mm. is very German inspired. And so you have this German beer with a very modern take on it. I mean, yeah. I think that's fantastic. So really, this is my sales pitch to get this beer in other people's hands so they can help our beer grow. Well, I think, I think you know... Copperhead is one of those breweries that's doing some fantastic things that aren't really hugely distributed. Um, they're not all over the place, right? They're in limited capacity. Uh, you can get them at Thistle Draft Shop. I'm sure you can get them at some other small uh, bottle shops around the area. But 
in order to go really experience them, you're you're going to have to go to Copperhead. Yep. Uh, you're gonna go have to go down to Conroe. You're gonna have to go get sit in their tap room. You're gonna have to go taste their beer. I guess. And if if this podcast does absolutely nothing, if it turns on people to some of these smaller venues that are producing some phenomenal beer, uh, to where they're getting enough support to where they can afford to distribute on a mass scale to put this beer in more people's hands, then. We've done a little good in the world. A little good. Just a little. And that's all we want to do is just a little. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot. Yeah, I mean, while Jake's over there that's a lot of work. rating 666. Hail satin and linen and, you know, cotton and <laughs> wool. And <laughs> so, guys, uh, go down to Copperhead Brewing. Go to Thistle Draft Shop. Uh, anywhere that sells Copperhead. Try these beers. Spread the word. Uh, make sure that you're uh, going down and, and telling your friends about them, right? That's the best way that uh, that I've had good beers is via word of mouth. Uh, you hear it from a friend. You hear it from another friend. Maybe you hear it from an incredibly well-rated podcast that uh, records from a hot tub. Um, whatever you hear it from, spread the word. Keep getting these beers out there. Putting them in the hands of these people. Support local breweries. And make sure that they know know that you love their beer guys if you like what you're listening to please make sure that you're following us subscribing and then rating on any of the podcatchers that you listen to rate us at 5.0 because if you don't you're a coward i'm just going to tell you out loud right now um coward cowards <laughs> then uh make sure that you're following us on instagram uh you can follow support like subscribe you can catch us at 10 a.m sunday morning uh for the live session uh make sure that you're sending that to their friend your friends making them aware of what's going on and in the link tree on the bio there is a link to support us financially to make sure that you keep the hot tub warm for as little as 99 cents a month for as much as 200 dollars a, a month, month. You can keep the hot tub beer warm and play your own little role in hot tub beers. So, guys, thank you for listening again. Make sure that you're visiting your local breweries. Make sure you're visiting your local tap rooms and drinking lots of good beer and telling your friends. And until next time, guys, enjoy your hot tub beers. Cheers. Cheers. Are you looking for a house with a hot tub so you can be just like us? If so, you need to call Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor. He's a craft beer fan looking to help out his fellow hopheads any way he can with their real estate needs. That's Hugh Height, txbeerrealtor.com or 281-939-8182.